Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, well, big surprise. So today we're going to be talking about ghost marriage and murder. Okay. Have you ever heard of a ghost marriage? No, definitely not. I'm going to guess. Is it like when, when people kind of marry for like a green card and stuff like that? You know, it's like uh, a ghost uh, of maybe a marriage. Oh, like you get no. married, but then you don't live together and you ghost each other, you know? Like, <laughs> no. Because I, I know of people that have done it for like green cards and stuff. You know people who've... I don't know them personally, but... You know of? I know these... of. I know people who know people. Aren't they called like green card marriages though? I don't know. So in France, there's this thing called a posthumous posthumous marriage. Mm-hmm. What do you think that is? Oh, I know that word, a posthumous. It's sort of like after the fact, is it? Like whenever you receive an award or a degree posthumously, it's like you're dead, but you're receiving yeah. it anyway. So it's like after you're dead. Yeah. So a posthumous marriage for civilians originated in the 1950s when a dam broke and killed 400 people in France, including a man named André Capra, who was engaged to Irene Jodart. He is such a beautiful name and she is such a not beautiful name. Jodart. But it's, it's <laughs> French, so it's probably like Jodart. Joe Dart Joe Dart pleaded with the French president Charles de Gaulle to let her go along with the marriage plans even though her fiancé had died so, so weird this is in the 1950s yeah um, so he died and she was like I still want to get married and hmm. She had the support from the media, and within months, she was allowed to marry her dead fiance. What? Yeah. What? Within within months after after the dam tragedy, France's parliament drafted a law permitting posthumous marriage. Since then, hundreds of women have formally filed for what is known as post mortem matrimony. Hmm. Always women too. Weird. I guess mostly women. Um, However, one out of every four applicants for posthumous marriage is rejected. One out of every four? No, wait, that's a lot is accepted. So three out of four is accepted. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. In France, a woman will often stand next to a picture of her deceased fiancé while the ceremony is taking place. Oh my God, this is bonkers. Yeah, I had no idea this stuff happened. The mayor conducting the ceremony will read the presidential decree instead of the deceased man's marriage vows. Okay. The primary reason for the posthumous marriage in France is to legitimize children that might have been, like, that the woman uh, might have, or, like, might have been pregnant or whatever. Okay. Uh, and it's also done for emotional reasons. The law does not permit the living spouse to receive any of the deceased spouse's property or money. Oh. So you can't do it for... I thought it was the main reason that it was... <laughs> I know, right? It's just like still going to have an expensive wedding to a dead person. The widow can, however, receive a pension and can be entitled to the insurance benefits. So just not property. Hmm. Because the insurance the, could be big. The insurance could be big. I mean, like if you've been... Say you've been like 
living together or something mm-hmm. for like a long time and then mm-hmm. they die like it, it could be oh it, it could have been your main oh. support mm-hmm. yeah it makes sense in some scenarios yeah. it does i think there's one was quite recent as well in 2017 whenever i'm researching i don't practice saying these names I know. you don't you it's don't okay it's in, yeah etine cardeas Married his civil partner, French National Police Captain Xavier Jugali, on the 30th of May 2017, more than five weeks after the latter died in a terrorist attack on the Champs Elysees. Oh, God. Yeah. So, that I think that's one of the most recent ones, and it was very, it was oh, like public, it was in the media, and yeah, so, so sad. His partner died. And, and, and this is um, only in France that has this law, is it? In the diary of a young girl by Anne Frank, one of the characters is a man named Fritz Prifter under the pseudonym Albert Dussel. In the 1930s, Prefer met Charlotte Caletta. Prefer and Caletta moved in together but were forbidden from marrying because of the Nazi Nuremberg laws that outlawed marriages between Jews and non-Jews. Hmm. So... In the book, they met in the attic and then they were like forbidden from getting married. And this is like Hmm. a true story. And she wrote about it. Mm -hmm. Charlotte married Prefer posthumously in 1940 with a retrospective effect to the 31st of May 1937. Mm -hmm. Like we recognize that you've been a widow for 24 Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Last year, a video of a ghost wedding from Taiwan where a man apparently married his deceased girlfriend in an elaborate ceremony went viral in Taiwan. And I watched it and it was very sad. They were like engaged to be married and they were like just a very young couple and she died on a motorcycle accident. It was so sad and like all of her friends were there and they're all like 20 and, and like he got married to her at like the town hall or whatever it was mm-hmm. in the government and like her picture was there and oh, it was so sad and everybody was like crying and there was like loads of media because like you could see it was just heartbroken that she had died so like mm-hmm. close to the wedding mm-hmm. yeah it was gonna happen anyway and then mm-hmm. didn't and mm-hmm. yeah um, and you sort of want to cement that relationship before you move on to another one mm-hmm. you know you want to mm-hmm. make it like legal like Mm-hmm. If you do end up getting married again, that you can always say that you were married. Yeah, before. like it really happened. Like yeah. it was important. Like it was really important. Like it is. Yeah. Nice. Now we're going to go to China. The tradition called ghost marriage is also known as a spirit marriage. I prefer that name. <laughs> spirit marriage. Yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> ghost marriage is so scary. This can be performed between two deceased singles. Huh. So two dead people marry each other. That making sense to me. Mm-hmm. What if yeah. they change their minds? How would you but they're know? they're dead. I know, but yeah. So say that like I have two kids and the older one dies and you have a kid who dies. Uh-huh. In China, it is really bad luck for the younger kid to get married before the older kid. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. really in rural, rural China. So mm-hmm. it's bad luck for the younger one to get married before the older mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But the older one is dead. Mm-hmm. So I go and I find you because I know mm-hmm. you have a dead kid. And, I, yeah. and I'm and i like, 
we should marry our dead kids oh so that my God. younger kid can get married. What yeah. a load of hassle for nothing. Yeah. I know it's culture yeah. and tradition and everything, but it just seems really convoluted and unnecessary. Yeah, like, it's I, very superstitious. Like that person did not give their consent to be married to this I know. stranger. It's very, it's yeah. actually quite insulting. It is, yeah. Yeah, hmm. there is no consent, no. You're right. Yeah. Well, I suppose there or can, but... between a dead person and a living person. But you wouldn't marry off your child who is alive to a dead person that they don't know. Yes. Yes. People have done that just so to yes. let the sibling marry. Between a dead person and a living person. So yeah, say the the younger son wants to get married and the older son is just like a weird loser who's never going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> For women, in traditional Chinese culture, it is shameful to be the parents of an unwed daughter. And unwed girls are often shunned from society. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't. Uh For men, ghost marriages are often performed for the sake of progeny. Hmm. I know. So now it's just like, but wasn't one of them dead? Mm -hmm. The spouse of a deceased male could adopt a child... Who would carry on the lineage of the man's family? Oh my god. Even though she's doing all the work, she has to carry mm-hmm. his name on. Okay. So basically, say if I have a son and he dies, and I'm like, give us your daughter to marry my dead son. Mm-hmm. And she becomes part of my family. Mm-hmm. Because she's and married to my to can my adopt the son. child. And oh, she'll adopt the child. It's just a really convoluted way. Just let people go, live their own lives. Mm-hmm. If a single woman wants to adopt a child, just let her do it. She doesn't have to be married and have the man's name of some mm-hmm. dead whoever. Just very convoluted ways of getting yes. around things here. So it? because like it's so shameful to be, like the women are called leftovers if they reach oh. a certain age and they're not married. Awful. Yeah. Well, it's also like because... Like in these rural, like this, it doesn't really happen so much in like Shanghai or Beijing. It's very small towns mm-hmm. and stuff in in the middle of of China where there's not maybe not the best education or like mm-hmm. infrastructure and stuff like that. But like yeah. it's like a lot of those people in those areas have got it's a lot of superstitions, and they mm-hmm. think that if you die and you're not married, that you like that person will sort of haunt or like curse the family oh oh they think they're doing good Uh uh-huh it's like a way to appease the ancestors nonsense no (laughs) i know it is nonsense it's just so much nonsense Uh, it's like people go on such lengths to like they're gone they are gone yeah (laughs) i know i had never heard of it i had never heard of it until and i was talking to to and he's a BBC and he had yeah. no idea a BBC, British born Chinese and then his girlfriend is from here she's local Hong Kong and she mm-hmm. had never heard of it either mm. she's like what <laughs> no like it, it, it's very rural China okay. um, other reasons for performing ghost marriages for deceased males are dreams and seances from the spirits of the males who want to be married okay Believers in the custom practice for some 3,000 years say it insurance ensures the unmarried dead are not alone in the afterlife. Okay, I know they mean well. But it's sort of like, it sort of means well. 
They do and it's sort that. of selfish. Yeah. It's like it's also like I don't want to be haunted, and I don't mm-hmm. want to break t- tradition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it sort is. of selfish, and they're trying to mean well, like no. give you like a friend in the afterlife. Yeah, but at the same time, it is. It's all coming out of fear, isn't it? Fear that you're alone in the afterlife. Fear that you're haunt. It's just yes, it's it is based from, on fear from that place, isn't it? Yeah. Originally, the weddings were strictly for the dead. So it used to be just two dead people. Mm-hmm. A ritual conducted by the living to wed two single deceased people. But in recent times, it has evolved to include the like one living person being married to a corpse. Mm-hmm. Okay, now when we're talking about this, Trez, mm-hmm. like it's not as like symbolic as you think. Okay. In ghost marriages between two dead people, the bride's family demands a bride price. Factors like age and family background are as essential as they are in a traditional wedding. So families hire a feng shui master to work as the matchmaker. The wedding ceremony will typically involve the funeral plaque of the bride and the groom and a banquet. The most important part is digging up the bones of the bride and putting them inside the groom's grave. Yeah. Yeah. These poor people, they did not choose each other. And now they're yeah. all mixed up together. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. they dig up her body uh. and put her into his grave. Uh. For years, there has been evidence of this ritual mutating in certain parts of China. Cases have been reported of living people marrying literal corpses in secret rituals and reports of grave robbery. Hmm. In 2015, it was reported that 14 female corpses were stolen in one village. Villagers said tomb raiders stole the bodies to make money. Oh, God. The government was trying to get rid of these superstitious practices. Sale of corpses was outlawed in in 2006, but that didn't stop the grave robbers. It's silly, though, because if, if it was ever found out, surely the, the marriage would be defunct because she didn't, her family didn't give permission, you know? Yeah, that's very, very strange. And also you're taking their word for it that this is a female corpse. That could be any corpse, you know? True. <laughs> Well, like, maybe you can't tell from looking at bones. I don't oh, know. Jesus. The, the maybe you can. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. According to the Chinese department at Shanghai University, who carried out a study on these ghost weddings, the price of a corpse or the bones of a young woman has risen sharply. Remains would fetch around. How much do you want to guess? Oh, God. Can't believe put a price on this. Um... <laughs> so messed up. Okay, so like I'll just work in like pounds, like great pounds, British yeah. pounds. Um, so to purchase a corpse, oh god, like we're talking in the thousands, like people, they wouldn't pay something like ten grand, would they? Remains would fetch around four thousand pounds in two thousand and nine, and twelve thousand pounds in two thousand and sixteen. So wow, you were right. That's a jump. Yeah. So... I don't just. I suppose I went for ten because I just thought. It's a really gruesome thing to have to do yeah. to yeah. dig up a body. You'd want to be getting money for it. Otherwise, people wouldn't be doing this, you know, good money. Well, it's bad money, but. 
in 2017 to 2019, it was reported that a black market of female corpses has appeared in the provinces of Shandong, Shangxi, and Shangxi and Shanxi. Even corpses of married elderly women have become targets of such illegal trade. Awful. In 2019, some graveyards in Henan province resorted to CCTV cameras and concrete <gasps> coffins to prevent thefts. I knew concrete was going to come into it. It's bananas. Awful that you have to do that. A man arrested in Mongolia in 2015 told police officers that he murdered a woman so that he could make money by selling her body to a family who was looking for a ghost bride. Stop. 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 You're worth more dead than alive now. What is going on? What? And remember, this is like the the nation, the country that has like no women. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You are like killing a live woman. Police in northwest China have charged a man with murdering Two women with mental disabilities. Oh, no. Yep. Alleging that he wanted to sell their corpses to be used in the so-called ghost weddings. According to police in Shanxi province, three men were detained after the body of a woman was found in their vehicle by traffic police. Okay. This led to the discovery of another murder involving the same perpetrator. In both cases, the women were killed and their bodies transported to the neighbouring province. The two other people have been charged with crimes relating to the deaths, including concealing the murder and trafficking women. Ma, from Gangshu, was an acquaintance of the mother of the first victim, a mentally disabled woman identified only by her surname as Lu. According to the report, the suspect Ma told Lu's mother that he would find her daughter a marriage partner mm-hmm. and invited Lou out of her home on this pretense. Mm. Once he was alone with Lou, Ma injected his victim with heavy sedatives and Lou died from an overdose. Oh, gosh. Ma then paid a man to transport Lou's body in his van from Gangshu to Yulin where they met an agent who introduced Ma to potential buyers of Lou's corpse. But, like, she's so freshly dead. It's not yeah. even really a corpse. I mean, it's yeah. not the bones dug up like in the other cases. Like, the yeah. people getting involved with marrying yeah. off this, they're so culpable. They know it's a live person. The person who was alive hours ago, days ago. Yeah. It's so messed up. So because, like, oh. of the of the the cctv footage and this and the cement cases and they're like trying Mm -hmm. to protect their dead and stuff Mm -hmm. that now people are just turning to murdering women just and the most vulnerable people oh just not it's just not a good reason i know there's never a good reason but (laughs) yeah when is the good reason to there's never a good reason i just can't think of a more i just can't think of a more like trivial thing oh well we're just worried about you know we're just a bit superstitious ma received four thousand pounds for the body the agent received 570 pounds for the body and it's not clear what the driver got but he he was paid as well Mm -hmm. three months later with the help of the two accomplices ma identified another victim in a disabled woman named anne 
Her murder followed an almost identical pattern to Lou, right down to the lethal injection. Ma enlisted the same driver and went to Yulin again, where arrangements were made for the corpse to marry the son of a resident named Shen. So, and he was alive. And like, how does he feel about all this? My God, Shen. Oh, right. Does he, is he like, okay, yeah, all right. But the corpse never made it to its final destination as Yang was intercepted on route by traffic police. Ma has been charged with homicide and trafficking women, while the rest have been charged with concealing the murder and trafficking women. And what about the buyers here? Are they going to get any type of repercussions? I never thought of that, actually, Trez. They should, yeah, they should. like Because they're continuing, like, it sh- mm-hmm. it sh- surely it should be illegal to buy the corpse as well. Yeah, I think it should be, yeah. I mean, unless, like, these guys, it's possible that they, these criminals did conceal the fact that it was a very newly deceased person. Maybe they didn't let them see what was inside the coffin, you know, or whatever. But still, yeah, it's wrong to buy another human being. Mm-hmm. Just because you're married or you're not doesn't make you any more worthy or worth more value than anybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a really uh, narrow-minded way of thinking that's been passed on down through generations and different, very, very different. Um, and I do think that people should know about this. <laughs> but I think it's like I you do. know, it's like it's it's like a morbid, like dark curiosity. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's important because there's so many things that go on in the name of culture and tradition, you know, and we have to all be very respectful of it. And in some cases, yes, but there's things that go on that are just oh, I don't yeah. know, bonkers. Yeah, like, of course you have to respect some forms of that uh-huh. culture, but. Uh-huh. Like it said, like some of what I was reading was from a BBC news article and it has mutated over time from being like a yeah, loving thing they took to advantage being advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. It went from being like a, a loving thing to being you can murder a woman for profit and make money from selling her dead but like, you know Yeah. Thanks, Miriam. Very educational, very eye opening. <laughs> <laughs> maybe didn't want to know that but I, I think it's important that people do know that you know yeah just yeah people Sp- keep surprising you in all the wrong ways <laughs> see you next time guys slana while yeah bye me time and murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible references can be found on our instagram page